0: hey guys so welcome back to the podcast so in our last episode we talked about the creation of sonic the hedgehog and the first two video games in the series and so today we are going to be talking about more video games in the series specifically sonic the hedgehog 3 some of the spin-offs, comic books and tv shows throughout the years i'm your host landon Kremins, and welcome to the world of video games Okay guys, so let's just get right to it. So, after the success seen by Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2, Sega and Sonic Team were just amazed at what they had accomplished. They had created two of some of the greatest video games in history, and now they had had to do as much as they could to promote this series. So what did they do? Pretty much what many video games back in the 90s did. They got their own TV show, The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, and Just Sonic the Hedgehog. Both of these were released in 1993. And so let's talk about The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog first. So this show focused on Sonic and Tails as the protagonists with Dr. Robotnik... As the main villain, as always, with his robotic army. So, Julio O'White played Sonic the Hedgehog in both of these series. And I actually watched this show, just as my dad did. And I enjoyed it. It was a fun TV show about these two characters that protected good. And so I enjoyed it. Um, I personally never saw um the other one, Sonic the Hedgehog, but I'm just gonna call it Sonic Sat AM, as that's what it was called. And I mean this was just a pretty interesting um th- these were just really interesting TV shows and I did and I do think that a lot of people back in the nineties really enjoyed it. So let's move on the comic books. Believe it or not at the same time, there were actually three comic books for Sonic the Hedgehog. The most well known being the Archie comic series, which ran from 1993 all the way to 2017. 2017. This comic was almost 30 years old. I mean, when it ended, it was like. 25-ish years old. And believe it or not, the Archie comic series was given a Guinness World Record Award for being the longest-running comic book of all time. Way to go. Now let's talk about the French Sonic Adventures. Now, um, I do not personally know a whole, whole lot. And not really a lot of people do because these comics are actually considered rare and they're very hard to find and um i have seen a few pictures it did look interesting um that's really all i'll say about that and now the other comic um it was mainly published in the uk but it did make its way to spain and france i believe i may be wrong on that um that's just what i read Anyways, this was known as the Fleetway Sonic, or Sonic Fleetway. And I actually did... I was able to read a, um, bits and pieces from these comics, and it looked pretty good. In my opinion, though, the Archie series was better. And, um... Anyways, um, Fleetway did look pretty good. It introduced some new characters. Um, Super Sonic, um took a play in there for quite a while um actually supersonic it, it took a while for characters like supersonic to be in um um the archie series and i'm surprised on that um and they in japan there were some comics i believe they were called the sonic manga um i think manga is just a japanese comic book um So the story with this was actually Sonic the Hedgehog was actually this completely different hedgehog called Nicky the Hedgehog. And he had the power to turn into Sonic the Hedgehog. That's interesting, I will say. Um, None of these comics were really based on the um, video games... Um, I do know the Archie series was based solely upon the Sonic Sat AM cartoon. There were some Sonic, the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, in a few issues. However, I believe after 1995, they stopped um, following the cartoons. They went a little bit with the games, and then after the year two thousand, they still use they used characters from Sonic Sat Am, but it was all its own original story. Um, Doctor Eggman actually died. I w- it, this got dark. I mean, the character dying. I didn't think that would happen. But he, Eggman did come back, but this was an Eggman from a different dimension. And this Eggman looks like the Dr. Eggman we know today. The design that first debuted in Sonic Unleashed. And this design has been used for Eggman ever since. Um, There's comics and TV shows. I mean, not really much to say there. Um, Yeah. Let's move on back to video games. And we got a lot of cover right there. So let's get to video games. So 1993 was a pretty interesting year for video games. Sonic related. So let's talk about the first one. Sonic CD. So in mid-1992... When Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was getting ready to start pro- programming, I believe it was March ni- 1992. Yuji Naka and Nato Oshima had very different views on how they wanted the sequel to be. So, Nato Oshima, I was able to remember his name, he was actually the original creator of Sonic, who put the Mr. Needle Mouse drawing on a napkin. He wanted to take the series into a time traveling like mechanic where your actions in the past present past or present affect the future. And he started programming on that, while Yuji Naka and his team programmed Sonic 2. So while Nato Oshima's version of Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was basically replaced, he was able to continue work on it and release it as a different game. This became known as Sonic C D. And so the story would go as Sonic CD would actually take place after Sonic 1, and before Sonic 2. And this would introduce two new characters, the creation of Metal Sonic and Amy Rose. And this was the story. Sonic the Hedgehog, after defeating Eggman for the first time, was tired and wanted to go on vacation. He heard of this planet that would visit around Never Lake. Once a year. And it would stay there for a few days. From what Sonic learned, it was very nice. So he wanted to go there. Little did he know, a little girl named Amy Rose believed that she was supposed to be his boyfriend and met up with Sonic on the little planet. However, things turned interesting. Amy was later kidnapped by Metal Sonic, a robotic version of Sonic created by Dr. Eggman, to be better than Sonic in every way. And so, Sonic would have to go on and save Amy. But, what he did learn is that Eggman had placed machines across the different zones that would essentially make a bad future. And Sonic also learned of the Time Stones, which had the power to control time and space. And he knew that Dr. Eggman wanted to use them for his master plan. So Sonic decided to destroy all the machines and collect all seven Time Stones and save Amy and the day. He wasn't able to enjoy vacation the way he wanted to, but he did get to make a new friend. So that's good. So now let's talk about the next game, Sonic Spinball. I'm only going to talk briefly about this one because it's not very important. Basically, the plot is Sonic has to travel to Dr. Robotnik Island, I believe is what it's called, and he has to pinball his way up to the top of the mountain and defeat Dr. Eggman, as well as collecting the seven Chaos Emeralds yet again. Pretty straightforward game, brief. In my opinion, it was a decent game. So now let's talk about the next game, Sonic the Hedgehog 3. This has a very, very long and interesting cycle, so I'm going to try to put as much information into this as I can while keeping this as short as possible, because we do have some other stuff to talk about. So let's begin. Sonic the Hedgehog and Tails are on their biplane. Sonic has collected the seven Chaos Emeralds, and they don't know where Dr. Eggman is, but they do hear rumors of him that he's on a floating island called Angel Island. So, Sonic and Tails travel to the planet, to the island, to see what's afoot. However, Knuckles the Echidna was introduced in this game. Knuckles believes that Sonic is here to destroy the island and collect the Super and Master Emeralds. And so, Knuckles takes away the Chaos Emeralds. Knuckles was actually tricked by Dr. Eggman into thinking Sonic stole the Emeralds from him, when Dr. Eggman said he was just trying to help out the world. So Knuckles took Dr. Eggman's side, and now it's up for Sonic and Tails to collect the seven Chaos Emeralds, the seven Super Emeralds, and the Master Emerald to save Angel Island Zone... Stop Dr. Eggman and the world. Believe it or not, the music in the game was actually created by Michael Jackson. I know, I was surprised too. I mean, Michael Jackson, the king of pop. That's not something you hear of every day. However, he wasn't credited, and there are many reasons why um, Michael Jackson wasn't credited. However, the most agreed reason is because he didn't like how the Genesis was affecting his music. He believed that it defected it in a way to where it didn't even sound like music to him. So he said, you know what? You guys like it, so that's okay. I'll still work on it, but when the game is finished, don't credit me. Just credit my music producer. He finished the music, and he never worked with Sega again. That's just an interesting fun fact. I think it's really cool how Sega was and Sonic Team were able to get a pop artist to create this game. Well, the music for this game. Well, you know. Sonic the Hedgehog 3 released on February 2nd, 1994. On Groundhog's Day. I never heard of a video game releasing on Groundhog Day, but... Uh, I guess you just have to release it when you can. Who knows? Guess that's just what they decided. So, I've talked to you about some of the spin off games And the TV shows and the comics, and they all have some really cool ideas that went into effect in the Sonic series. I mean, that's really all I have to say for this one. All the games up to this point were critically acclaimed and loved by fans, and ...many people were wondering... ...what's next? What are they going to do now? Because after Sonic the Hedgehog 3... ...was released... ...2D poly- pixels... like the seg- ...for consoles like the Sega Genesis... ...and the Super Nintendo... ...were getting outdated. The next era of video games... ...was turning 3D. So many people wondered... How was Sega going to make their all-time big mascot into a 3D platformer? And that's what we'll be talking about in our next episode. Or episodes. Because this one game has so much history to go over. And so it's going to take a while to talk about. And I don't know how long it will be until we can release them. But hopefully before the end of the year. Next time, we'll be talking about the most famous, the most infamous, cancelled Sonic the Hedgehog game. Sonic Extreme. Thanks for listening. To support me, give me some reviews, and tell me what you do or don't like about this podcast. To where you can help me decide what I need to do to give you guys a good listening experience. And we're also going to be bringing people from, well, the people I know onto this podcast and talk about video games. And don't worry, we're not just going to talk about Sonic. This is just starting us off. We are going to be talking about Halo. We're going to be talking about Mario, Call of Duty, um, Spider-Man, Marvel video games. We're going to talk about Star Wars video games. We're going to talk about book-based video games, science video games. We are just going to talk all about video games, video game movies. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode of The World of Games. I'm your host, Landon Kramines, and thank you so much for listening. See you on the next episode.